Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Tuesday, January the 10th, 2023 at 10, 12 a.m. Central Time. Today's focus, faith and a 3,000-year-old wishing well. Yeah, that's a long, that's a long title, isn't it? I, I, I maybe need to shorten that a little bit. Today's focus, faith and a wishing well. But this particular wishing well is 3,000 years old. Now, have you ever seen a wishing well? Have you ever used a wishing well where you took a dime or a quarter and you threw it in and you made a wish? Have you ever done that in any way, shape, or form? Probably at some point in your life, you probably participated in that. I don't know if you just did so because you thought it was interesting, you thought it was cute, or maybe you really believed it. I have no idea. But a wishing well, what does that have to do with faith and what does it have to do for today's focus? What do I really want you to focus on? Well, let's begin with the news article that started all of this. This morning in the Miami Herald, the following article appeared. It was posted at 9.01 a.m. this morning, 9.01 a.m. this morning. So just a little over an hour ago, this was published again, the Miami Herald. 3,000-year-old wishing well uncovered in Germany. Take a look at the items left inside. Now, they, they, they discover or uncover this 3,000-year-old wishing well, but the items inside of it, well, are far different than maybe what you think goes into a wishing well. They don't find just coins. They find all kinds of other things. Here's just a little bit of information from this. I'm not going to read the entire article. You can probably find it by doing a Google search. 3,000-year-old wishing well uncovered in Germany. Take a look at the items left inside. Here's a little bit of the information. Close your eyes, make a wish, toss a coin into the water. Whether it's Rome's iconic fountain or a water feature at a nearby mall, wish-filled waterworks are common but perhaps they're not a new phenomenon. Archaeologists unearthed a 3,000-year-old wooden wishing well. Uh, And they, they, they basically, an office for monument protection said in a December 20 news release, unlike today's coin-filled fountains, this, this well was filled with over 100 well-preserved artifacts. At the bottom of the 16-foot well, archaeologists found a variety of items that appeared intentionally placed. Considering the depth of the well, the artifacts may have been ritual offerings or religious sacrifices made during a long drought. Over 70 finely crafted clay vessels were unearthed from the well with photos showing the decorated cups, pots, and bowls. Experts noted the ceramics were not everyday items. So they took these very well, I mean, beautifully decorated, you know, cups, pots, and bowls, these ceramics, and they weren't just everyday items. And they, they, they placed them at the bottom of this well, this wishing well. 
And they did so wishing for the drought to go away, wishing for rain or whatever the case may be. Uh, They also found 26 bronze robe pins at the bottom of the well. So these bronze robe pins, a bracelet, two metal spirals, and four amber beads were all recovered from the well as well. Um, and then they go on and all these other things. They they have pictures of all of some of the other things that they found. But people were going to, 3,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, people were going to a wishing well because they, they needed something. They wanted something. They longed for something. And they placed these items in the wishing well with some kind of, listen to, to me, having some kind of faith that placing these items in this wishing well would then Give them what they were wishing for. They had some type of faith, some type of hope. And I started thinking about that as soon as I read that news article. And it made me immediately realize, and I think we all know this, so this is not going to be anything very profound, but I think it's a very important reminder that we we need to constantly tell ourselves this. Faith is absolutely useless if the faith is being placed in the wrong thing. Faith is useless if the object of that faith doesn't exist or is useless, right? I mean, if I if I take a piece of paper right here, if I take a piece of paper, Right. And I say I and I and I tape this piece of paper to my chest and I'm like, I have faith that this paper can stop bullets. I have complete faith that this paper can stop bullets. And then you walk, you know, a few feet away, take a gun and shoot and hit directly at the hit the piece of paper taped to my chest. I'm going to die. All right. Because that paper is not going to stop a bullet. No matter how much faith I place in it, it will be useless. Faith is useless if the object of that faith is useless. So for someone to, for people to place these items in this wishing well 3,000 years ago, well, guess what? It wasn't going to change the drought. It wasn't going to bring rain. It wasn't going to fix whatever the situation was because their faith was in what? The power of the wishing well? The, the faith was in what? The deity of the wishing well? What was it in? What, 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 what was it? It was useless. So your faith and my faith has to be in the right object. And the only object for our faith is God. That's why Romans chapter 10 Verse 17 uh, tells us this, Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, so faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, because the word of God gives us the right thing to place our faith in. The word of God tells us what we are to place our faith in. Our faith is in God. Our faith is in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Faith in anything else becomes useless and meaningless because it's in the wrong object. And I know you already are aware of that. I know you know that, and I know that. That's just a very important reminder. What are you truly placing your faith in? Now, you got to listen to what I'm about to say here. This may confuse some people, but this is, I think we need to take this concept and move it to a, a different level. We need, we, need to, we need to continue the discussion. I think sometimes when we talk about faith, I think Christianity is really good saying faith is only as good as the object in which you place that faith in. I think we, we will all say amen to that. 
But I think the conversation can't stop there. I think our focus can't stop there. We have to, we have to continue to look to see how, as Christians, we some now listen, we sometimes place our faith in something other than God and we don't even realize it. Or we place our faith in God, but we're not we're not really placing our faith in God. We're really placing our faith in what we think God should or shouldn't do. And that's, we, we got to be very careful with this, all right? So just, just stay with me, all right? Listen to, I think this is important. Sometimes as Christians, we say we're placing our faith in God, but we're placing our faith in what we have determined God will do, should do, could do, might do. And it's not, and we almost, in a sense, forget God. In other words, we, we say we're placing our faith in God, but it's really not in him, the person of God in himself, but in his actions. And so we're like, okay, I'm putting my faith that God will do this, 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 and this, and this. But if you're putting your faith in God to do something that he has not definitively promised to you in his word, that's why faith comes by the word of God, right? So if, in other words, for example, if I go to uh, the VA hospital today, right, and then there's someone uh, who lost a leg or an arm in Afghanistan or Iraq or wherever they may have been involved in a military action, and they lost an arm or a leg or lost their eyesight or whatever the case may be. These are obviously real situations. If you've ever been to a VA hospital, you see this many times. I can say I have faith that God will 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 bring you know will basically create a new leg or create a new arm and he's going to heal them well that's a useless faith because god never promised to do that so i'm i may be saying that i'm placing my faith in god but in reality i'm fooling myself i'm placing my faith that god will do something that he never promised to do therefore the my, the object of my faith really isn't god it's in what i it's in what i think he should do and guess what? The object of that faith is incorrect. It is useless because God never promised to do th- that. And many times I think the church calls, almost points people to a faith and what God, what they say God can or will do and not in God himself. And then when God doesn't do that thing that we're hoping for, we almost turn God into a wishing well, if you really think about it. We put our faith that God is going to do this, and when it doesn't happen, it can be absolutely devastating and destructive to your Christian life. My faith is in God himself, and my faith is that God will do exactly what he says he will do, nothing more, nothing less. And and I've got to be very careful that I don't come to the conclusion that God's God's promised me something that he hasn't promised because then my faith basically leaves God and, and, and transfers over to that promise. And that becomes useless as placing my faith in a wishing well. I think this is very, very important. I, I think we see this in, I believe, John chapter six. Remember, uh, Jesus had fed the multitudes, right? And then he, he, uh, he, he travels, all these people show up and Jesus seems to immediately say, Hey, you're, 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 you're following me because you want more bread. You want more food. You want more physical food. 
And before that entire conversation is over, many, many of his disciples walk away and don't follow him anymore because their faith wasn't so much in Jesus. Their faith was in him giving them bread. It's it, This is a very subtle difference, and I don't think many will, will acknowledge it or even see it. Is your faith really in God? I'm placing my faith in God and who he is. Or is my faith is, well, I believe in God, but what I really believe in is what God will give me, what God will do for me. See, at that point, you've transferred your faith from God to his actions. Well, that can be detrimental to one's spiritual life if those actions... Uh, Okay, someone someone just said, uh, people say mustard seed faith can move literal mountains or do anything they ask because with God, all things are possible. Yes. And so I think, I think what happens is this, I think this is subtle. I think this is subtle, but that kind of thinking, and you got, and I, I know not everyone's going to agree with me here, but I think it's just very subtle that in a way you've transferred your faith from God to, oh, guess what? Now that I've got faith in God. He will do this, 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 this. So their faith really stops being in God. And then, okay, God's going to do this. And now I can pray and he's going to do this. And he's going to move a literal mountain or he's going to stop a tornado or he's going to stop a flood or he's going to stop a hurricane or he's going to heal this person from cancer or he's going he's to raise this person from the dead. Remember Bethel trying to raise a little girl who died from the dead? It did not work. It did not happen. So we've got to ensure that our faith is based off the actual word of God and what it actually says. And, and, a, and so a misunderstanding of God's word can lead to a misplaced faith. I think that's that's a very serious issue as well. Where is your faith? My faith has to be based off the word of God, and it has to lead me directly to God himself. And then I can place my faith on what things God has done for me in Christ Jesus. He did die for me. But see, I'm placing my faith in him. He did die for me. His righteousness was imputed to me by faith. So I can have faith that I have accredited to my account the perfect, the perfect righteousness of Jesus Christ. But it's got to be very careful that I don't, sl- like, it's almost like, okay, I'm pointing direct, my faith is pointed directed at, directly at God. And then little by little, I'm over here going, I have faith over here. I'll, I, I, I'll, I know I've used this illustration a million times, but it's the one that's most relevant to me. Brand new Christian, haven't been saved very long. I'm a teenager. I'm sitting in the cafeteria. Overhead announcement in the school for me to come to the principal's office. I walk into the principal's office. You need to get to the hospital as fast as you can. It's your mother. I get to the hospital. I walk in the room and realize that as a teenager, I just lost my mom. For all practical purposes, she's dead. But I still, but I immediately go, okay, there's got to be hope. There's got to be hope. There's got to be hope because I'm a Christian now. I believe in God. I'm a, So I know what I'll do. I'll leave the hospital go to the church, and I'm going to spend all night in that church believing, believing that God and have faith that God will heal my mother 
because God is all powerful. I ble- and I spent all night in prayer going with previous conversations, all night in prayer and fasted. I fasted and I prayed. My mom died. I didn't understand. And I was devastated because at some point it was subtle. My faith wasn't in God. My faith is that God was going to fix the situation. It was war and more in his action than in himself. And the minute that happens, when the action doesn't occur, then your faith crumbles around you. But if your faith is in God, irregardless of the action, your faith holds firm because it's placed in God himself, not in what I believe he should or shouldn't do. We see a little bit of that in Job. He believed in God. And he was the one who's saying, well, if we accept good things from God, shouldn't we accept bad things? You know, whether no matter what happens, God be praised. Those are those are powerful, powerful words that Job had to say. And I know I'm paraphrasing them. Let's see if I can find them really quick, because I think it's important. Because Job, I think, is a good example of this. Because it says... Uh, there, there was a man in the land of Uz. This is Job chapter one, verse one. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. This is someone who has faith in God. Of course, we know how it, the whole thing gets set up. God sets up the whole thing. And then man, suffering after, su- I mean, all these horrible things, all these horrible things come. And then he says this, um, and he, and uh, and then Job arose. So after all the first round of horrible afflictions fall upon Job and his family, Job arose. He rent his mantle, shaved his head, fell down upon the ground, and worshipped, and said, "Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither." The Lord, uh, the Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord has given. The Lord has taken away. Whether whether God gives or whether God takes, blessed be the name of the Lord. That seems that his faith is in God, not in what he thinks God should do. And I think sometimes Christians turn God into a wishing well. If I believe in him, the drought's going to go away. If I have faith in him, then this will happen and this will happen and this will happen and this will happen. And I think it's subtle, but our faith becomes slightly off target. Our faith must be in God, and it must be built off the word of God. Or we end up placing our faith in a wishing well. And 3,000 years later, people dig it up, and they're like, wow. Why did they put all this stuff at the bottom of a wishing well? Because all of these things, and maybe some of those items would have been considered very valuable. Maybe we, we, maybe those items found in that wishing well, one day they will look, look how valuable these things were. And they, they literally threw them away. They literally just wasted them. Placing those items in the wishing well accomplished absolutely nothing. Placing our faith in the wrong object is useless. It's got to be placed in the right object. But even if we put our faith in God, we have to make sure our faith is really in God, not just in what we think God will do, should do, or could do. It has to be in him himself. Now, you may disagree with this, and that's okay. 
you can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. That is your today's focus for Tuesday, January the 10th, 2023, faith and a 3,000-year-old wishing well. I hope that gives you much to consider.